Today is Friday, October 15th. Here's your local news from the Kansas City Star. Today will be cloudy with a shower in the morning and a high of 59. Here's today's top story. Federal prosecutors in Kansas have initiated a criminal grand jury investigation into Roger Golubsky, a former Kansas City, Kansas police detective accused of using his badge to exploit and rape vulnerable black women, CNN reported Thursday. Golubsky, 69, faces allegations in a lawsuit that he exploited women for sexual favors and coerced some of them into fabricating testimony to clear cases he investigated. He retired in 2010 from the Kansas City, Kansas Police Department. A spokesperson for the U.S. Attorney's Office in Kansas declined to comment to the star, saying she could not confirm or deny such an investigation. Morgan Roach, an attorney representing Golubsky, did not immediately respond to a request for comment Thursday morning. Last year, the Kansas Bureau of Investigation said it shared with authorities information about possible federal violations that it discovered during its own investigation of Golubsky. The KBI's criminal investigation started in 2019. In local news, Jackson County Executive Frank White Jr. announced Thursday that the county is declaring October 15 as Rafael Alali Garcia Day. Garcia, who died in June at the age of 93, was a longtime community activist and political organizer, fighting on the front lines for economic, social and racial injustices. She was an activist in the Latino and Hispanic communities in Kansas City. October 15 is the last day of National Hispanic Heritage Month, which runs from September 15 to October 15. Garcia was born in 1927 in Kansas City, Kansas and lived in the Armadale community until the flood of 1951 effectively destroyed the community. She and her husband, Jesse Garcia, then moved and resettled in the West Side. Once there, she became known as the Queen Bee because she buzzed around town and stayed involved in various social clubs. U.S. Representative Emmanuel Cleaver II described Garcia as a close friend for nearly 40 years. Garcia helped develop Guadalupe Centers, a non-profit organization that offers social and educational services to Hispanic and Latino Kansas Citians. She co-founded La Raza Political Club and helped Robert Bobby Hernandez become the first person of Mexican descent to be elected as a Kansas City Councilman in 1975. In crime news, a juror who voted to convict a Missouri man of killing his mother more than 20 years ago now believes he is innocent, according to a petition filed late Wednesday in the state Supreme Court. She is the second juror to publicly change course. Michael Polite, 14 at the time, quickly became the prime suspect in his mother's 1998 murder after he found her body burning on the floor of their Hopewell home in eastern Missouri, his lawyers say. He was convicted of second-degree murder four years later and sentenced to life in prison. Now 37, Polite and his sisters maintain he was wrongly convicted. So do two jurors who voted to find him guilty, including one who recently contacted his attorneys, according to the Midwest Innocence Project and the MacArthur Justice Center. In an affidavit last week, Linda Dickerson-Bell, of Bonterre, said she always had doubts about Polite's guilt, but that she was pressured to vote to convict him by other jurors, including one who said he wanted to, quote, hang the kid. Quote, if I had known then what I know now, I would not have convicted, Dickerson Bell said, adding that the verdict has weighed on her heavily. Quote, I now believe Michael is innocent. And finally, in sports news, a pair of viral videos of fist-flying brawls between fans at Arrowhead Stadium have once again focused attention on fan safety at NFL games. The latest altercation occurred in the stands last Sunday between two Kansas City Chiefs superfans. In video of the fight, one fan known as X-Factor, whose name is Ty Roden, is seen being punched by another fan, Tim Ehrman, who goes by moniker Red Extreme. The video showed X-Factor cascading down a flight of stadium stairs as Red Extreme stood over him. The video quickly went viral and before it was taken down, 
It had been viewed more than a million times on Twitter. It was the second physical altercation to occur in the last two home games. Kansas City police previously told the Star, they had some 200 officers, both uniformed and plainclothes, patrol the stadium and parking lots at each game. Sometimes police will don the jerseys of opposing teams. Hundreds of law enforcement personnel provide security inside and outside Arrowhead. The stadium has a security force that includes Kansas City police officers, Jackson County deputies, private security guards and federal authorities. Both the Kansas City Chiefs and Kansas City Police declined to speak about the recent altercation and provide specific details about stadium security plans. Neither would comment on the number of arrests that have been made so far this year. In 2016, the Chiefs averaged about two arrests per game, according to an analysis by the Washington Post. The Chiefs on Wednesday responded to specific questions about security protocols with a statement, quote, the venue consistently receives high marks and ranks in the top tier of the NFL stadium security and fan conduct best practices audits. In addition to the layered security approach at the stadium, the club has received the Department of Homeland Security Safety Act designation after a rigorous evaluation process that measures our compliance with a multitude of standards relating to fan safety and security. You're listening to stories from the Kansas City Star. Find us at kansascity.com to read more about these stories and others.